disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors, we can scrounge up. You laugh, you'll learn, you'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. Recently, I've had two great conversations with my good friend Scott Jennings. The first of which I'm going to I'm going to play both of them for you here. But the first of which is dealing with the issue of the Supreme Court draft opinion being leaked. And I just want to I want to reiterate, as I've said on my radio show, I'll say it here on my podcast. I've said it on all of my social media outlets. The leak of that draft opinion is the biggest political story of our time. And if you don't believe me, let me explain. It is a terrorist attack on our Supreme Court and a terrorist attack on our system of governments because it was designed in order to put pressure on the deliberation process of the justices so that they could try to sway the justices' opinion on this. That's why it was leaked. It was leaked to the press. The press plays a role in this too, by the way, because the press should know better. And a responsible uh, uh, journalistic core would not have printed that story. They would have been like, that's great. It's interesting. We're not going to print it because it undermines the very Supreme Court deliberation process. Why? Let me explain. When you have a group of people uh, that come from different points of view in terms of their worldview, and it's their job to deliberate amongst each other openly and formulate an opinion on things that are of heavy weight to society. Um, there is required to be an enormous amount of trust, which means they have to be able to uh, have a relationship with each other that enables them to feel confident in sharing opinions that might be pared back, added uh, some empathy to, changed somewhat over time through that deliberation. And as an example, let me just let you hearken to like conversations you might have with your significant other, right? You might blurt something out and then they say, yeah, but, and then you go, ah, maybe I was wrong about this, but I'm still right about that. A conversation ensues, maybe an argument, maybe you figure out you're right, but ultimately you hone your opinion based on someone that you respect, but may differ from other opinion, which allows you to see something from a different point of view. That's the process of deliberation. And it's incredibly important in any conversation at a coffee table, as well as at the Supreme Court level, only at the Supreme Court level, it carries an enormous amount of weight. Once those justices no longer trust the other justices with whom they might disagree with those opinions that might be their first inclination, they will clam up. It affects the entire deliberative process and the way that the Supreme Court works. So on one side of the political aisle, we literally have leftists that are screaming that the right is somehow undermining democracy. They use as their example a bunch of Viking hat wearing jack wagon idiots who stormed the Capitol on January 6th. But to that, I say, if you think that was undermining democracy, I can't wait to hear what you say undermining the actual deliberative process of the U.S. Supreme Court does to democracy. And yet there is sil not only silence on this issue, but on the left, especially among Democrat politicians, there is an active recruiting of the mob to carry out that said pressure on the court. It almost seems choreographed. Make no mistake about it. This is, in fact, an attack on freedom itself. Now, the issue of what the Supreme Court is debating aside, you know that I'm pro-life. 
I believe that life begins at conception, but I don't know, right? I don't know because that's God's domain. So as a Christian, I would think that we should probably err on the side of protecting life at whatever stage it's at, because we don't know exactly when God decides to put that soul that he formed before we were born and conceived into that fleshy body. We simply don't know. So it's not for us to judge. Okay. Now, most of America resides somewhere in the middle on this, and that's okay. I respect your opinion if it's different than mine, right? Most of America probably resides in this area of the 80% between the hashtags, right? Where they believe that abortion should be safe, legal and rare. In other words, it shouldn't be used specifically for birth control. Um, it should not be used um, uh, late in the uh, uh, pregnancy, um, but it should be available as a potential medical procedure to save a mother's life or even potentially for some other reasons. There's grounds for debate in there somewhere where we can respect each other and have a deliberative conversation about where in that spectrum we fall. But most of the radical left who is leading the protest against what the court is doing right now resides on the far left hash mark. And then there are fundamentalists on the far right hash mark. And that is leading to the incessant and unhealthy division that we have in America today. So let's go and focus on this one issue of the undermining of the court's process, because for the left, the radical left, and I'm not talking about my friends who are Democrats and have sort of those middle of the road points of view. I'm talking about the radical left that wants to deconstruct our entire system. This isn't about babies, just as taking over your kids minds in schools isn't about sexualizing kids, though they use that model and they use that vehicle, but that's not what it's ultimately about. It's about three things they must do to establish a Marxist authoritarian state. One, they must control your children's minds. That's why they fight so hard to be able to sexualize your kids. That's the guys they use to control their minds and destroy objective truth and take critical thinking out of them so the next generation is much easier to control. Two, they must control and limit your economic opportunity. That's where this green religion comes from. If they, Because if you notice, they're not talking about transitioning or incentivizing transitioning to a new form of affordable, efficient, widely available power. They're talking about transitioning to basically no power. That means limited economic opportunity because without cheap, affordable, effective, efficient energy, we have no economy. So it's about limiting the economic opportunity that average regular people have. Remember, the elitists will never, ever have to give up what they live, their lifestyle. And then the third thing is that they absolutely have to destroy objective truth and censor any dissent. And censoring dissent is where the tech oligopoly comes from, okay, where they are uh, trying to um, silence your opinion. So if you can silence opinion, if you can control the minds of the young generation and you can limit economic opportunity, you can essentially, est essentially establish an authoritarian state. That's the overall goal here, and that's why all the hyperbole around this issue. So with that in mind, I'm going to bring in my friend Scott Jennings, and we're going to talk about this issue of the Supreme Court draft ruling being leaked ahead of time. And then there's some more stuff we're going to talk about in this episode as well. All right, but first, a word from our sponsor, Louisville Cabinet Countertops. We could not do this without my buddy Tim Montgomery and Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Guys, I don't just talk about these guys because, you know, they're a sponsor of the show. I talk about them because I believe in them. 
and you've known me for a long time to know that I don't talk about businesses I don't truly believe in. Louisville cabinets and countertops. You know, if you're worried about supply chain crisis, they don't have that problem. If you're a do-it-yourselfer or you know what the dimensions are or you have a contractor or you're a contractor, hey, they got cabinets in stock, high quality, super great styles, and very affordable. But if you want your dream kitchen and you just want to walk away and let their designers come and help you with it, they can do that. They've got three designers on staff, 6200 Hit Lane in Louisville, right on the border of Oldham County and Louisville. If you're in southern Indiana, Louisville, or uh, central Kentucky or Louisville area or Oldham County, man, this is your place. They did our kitchen, and I'm confident, confident that they're the reason, part of the reason why our house sold in less than a day when we sold our house in Oldham County. They also did our master bathroom because they did such a good job in our kitchen, we wanted them to do more. So uh, you can choose any type of countertop, too, by the way. They've got everything from quartz to granite to other types of uh, hard surface to laminate. Whatever it is you're looking for. Butcher Block, they can do it. They solved our icky island problem and made it beautiful and usable. And they can solve your icky kitchen problem as well. Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. Phone number is 502-930-3304, 502-930-3304, or take a look at their website, LouisvilleCabinetsandCountertops.com. I'm going to say this again. If you think that Viking hat-wearing jack wagons parading through the Capitol building was undermining democracy, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about what happened yesterday when a leak of a unfinished draft of the deliberation process undermining the Supreme Court's ability to deliberate and the trust to deliberate amongst the justices. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about what that does to the system. This was a terrorist attack on the U.S. Supreme Court, and it is far more effective than what 9-11 did because this is directly aimed at undermining the system. You have literally 200-plus years of tradition, decorum, ethics, and trust that have been built in this court where people who have completely divergent point of views on life can trust each other to circulate opinions, to form those opinions, to massage those opinions, to change those opinions. That is the process at play here. Anyone who leaked this and anyone who distracts from how big a political story this is must be complicit. And I'm only using the left's own rules here because, remember, anyone who doesn't think that January 6th was a direct attempt at a coup d'etat of the nation is somehow complicit in that coup d'etat. So using that logic, here we stand. All right, my friend Scott Jennings from CNN. He also owns Run Switch PR, and he worked in the Bush administration. He is a nationally renowned uh, strategist for Republicans nationwide. He is here with us now. Scott, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Leland. Glad to hear your opening monologue because I think you, you hit the nail on the head about the foundations of our democracy being shaken. We have to protect this institution from mob rule, but that's exactly what Democrats are doing today, trying to get a mob, an external influence, to influence the Supreme Court to take that into consideration into only what's in the Constitution. It's despicable. Is it that they're so predictable or does it seem correlated or choreographed to you that we have the leak the night before, before the evening's over, we have barricades. We built the wall faster than anybody's ever built the wall around the Supreme Court. This morning we have people holding picket signs and we have Chuck Schumer, who, by the way, um, threatened Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. I'll play that quick sound. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh. 
You have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. So is it just that they're so predictable in how they react to everything, or is it choreographed? Oh, I I think there is a choreographed effort here from the person who leaked it right down through the hierarchy of the Democratic Party to all their apparatchiks to to bully this court, to turn it into a kangaroo court, to turn us into mob rule. I mean, that's what they want. Mm -hmm. And and I mean, look, let's be honest. There, it, this is fully aimed at Kavanaugh. I mean, you look at right. the other four conservatives. They ain't going anywhere. In fact, right. I'm sure they're laughing at this today. This is about Brett Kavanaugh and, uh, and you know, who they obviously think should be, you know, some still think he should be impeached. This is about Kavanaugh. This is about threatening him and getting him to change his mind. Uh, and it's, it's awful. And uh, I guess we're going to be in for a couple of months of sort of outrageous behavior. But if you're somebody, Leland, who has been running around screaming about our norms and our democracy being under attack and the foundations of our government, yada, yada. And today you're hoping that the Supreme Court essentially turns into a kangaroo court subject to mob rule. You need to rethink (laughs) your overall attitude is my opinion. Right. Right. Well, I mean, at least in the last 24 hours, we've determined who can have babies. I mean, we've at least done that. I don't know if we've accomplished anything else. Listen, buddy, (laughs) listen, I mean, look, look, it's, you know, it's all birthing people, and I'm not a biologist. Right, right. up until the time that they that they need women, I, I, female voters. To me, watching the Democratic Party take advantage of them and take them for granted and treat them this way is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. this Biden White House's own budget last year, the document substituted the word mothers for birthing people. Right. And today, right. T- today, all we hear about is women's health care, women's this women's that this is setting oh oh we we've remembered what a woman right. is again okay if i were a female voter i'd be taking real close look at you know oh you need me now yeah. and taking me for granted all what have you been I, that's how I, I think they are overlooking uh that that's what the, that they may have unleashed today uh my producer and i were talking during the break about some of the uh a lot of the protesters at the supreme court were masked and i was kind of laughing at the fact that this same group is uh, a lot of the people that have demanded that I take a jab from the government. Um, but suddenly we're right back to my body, my choice. And there's kind of a reason why I'm pointing out these flip-flops, Scott. And I know, I know you know where I'm going with this, but it's just it, it, when, when, you are, when you are trying to accomplish a broader goal, and that is to take down the entire American system and replace it with some kind of Marxist bilgewater, you have to remove objective truth because that's the only way to actually achieve your goals. You can't win on logic. And so they, it's almost deliberate, at least from the elites in the left's point of view, to try to create these like head-spinning changes and switches of direction so that you don't know what to argue against because it is all about undermining objective truth. Yeah, and some of the tweets and statements coming out of the Democratic leadership today uh, backs up exactly what you're saying, the hysteria. Eric Swalwell on Twitter today saying this will lead to the banning of interracial relationships. You know, oh, my I mean, God. They, yeah, I was, on, I was on TV this morning, and the allegation was, oh, they will ban contraception, which was an old chestnut they tried to use against Mitt Romney back in yeah. 2012. I mean, they immediately go to these hysterical extreme arguments that could not be further from the truth. The reality is, too, they are undermining their own arguments with their positions. On the one hand, 
They say that Roe versus Wade is really popular and abortion is really popular. And on the other hand, they say we can't possibly return this to political jurisdictions to decide. That's outrageous. Well, if it's so dang popular and you're so sure of yourself, why don't you want this in political venues? Why don't you want this in Congress? Why don't you want it in state capitals? If it's so good and it's so popular and you're so right, then why don't you want this in the political venues? I think they know. I think they know it's not. I think they know their position, which, by the way, was stated numerous times today. They want unfettered access to abortion for all nine months. Right, right. We're a long way from safe, legal, and rare, Right, and uh, which is the Clinton position. They know that unfettered access to abortion up until the moment of birth is not popular. It's not popular. And they know that if that's put to a political question virtually anywhere, it's going to fail. Yeah. And, and wouldn't we be the only country in the world, the developed world, that allows that? Anyway, yes, if we did, I mean, we would have the most extreme liberal version of this. Right. And I just, you know, I, it's it. You're by the way, this does not ban abortion. If I know. Draft yeah. holds, it simply returns it to a question for our elected representatives. It's not in right. the Constitution, so our elected officials can decide. And by the way, Colorado, California, New York, I'm sure we're going to have more abortions than we'd have now. And Kentucky and Alabama and other conservative states, you know, we won't. Right. That's the way it's going to be. But their view of this, their version of it is not, hey, we'll just have it as an emergency. No, no. What they want is nine-month abortions. They said it uh, – Blumenthal from Connecticut said it in their press conference today. That's right. what they want. Right. And, right. It, and there was a floor vote in the House a few weeks ago about this. They put it to a vote. And so I, I think – they, they are trying to conflate a lot of things here, but the bottom line position of the Democrats is nine months of abortion, and we don't want anyone getting in our way as we head towards that outcome. Right. And that's why they're so upset today. It, it, to your point, California is already uh, considering a piece of legislation. They, they wrote it, I guess, this morning or had it waiting in the wings. I don't know. Uh, but it basically says, hey, you can come here to California from any state in the country, and we'll pay for you to yeah. try and get an abortion so so i mean you know it's up to the states and the states can do crazy things like that i guess if they want but um to the broader point here again i think it's about you, you mentioned the the position i think of most people i when i started off the show i was talking about there's fundamentalists on both sides that you know in a lot of ways have contributed to the divisiveness on this topic i hate this topic i'll be honest with you i mean i'm pro-life but from a talk radio standpoint, a little behind the curtain thing here, it's like the worst topic in the world. Because there's nothing, if you're on the far side extreme of the abortion issue, and I'm on the far other side extreme of it, and I, I say something, I'm, there's nothing I can do that's going to convince you. But in the middle is the vast majority of America that resides somewhere between, you know, yes, we should have abortions at a certain amount, but we should probably cut it off at a basic level that seems to make sense to most people. And it shouldn't be used purely for um, uh, for birth control. And it should be, like you said earlier, safe, uh, legal and rare like that. That, I think, is probably 80 percent of the American electorate and. One of the things that I think might happen here that the Democrats run the range, the danger of is getting so hyperbolic in this moment, which they appear to be doing, that what could have potentially been a political boon for them in the fall is going to turn into something that literally turns voters off because I think people are getting tired of being gaslit. I agree with that, and I think they run the risk of what they did in Virginia last fall, and that is 
trying to make an entire election a referendum on this topic and having it revealed about how extreme yeah. they really are. I mean, they tried to turn the entire Virginia gubernatorial election into a referendum on Trump and abortion. Trump and abortion. Yeah. That was it. That yeah. was the entire McAuliffe campaign in a state that Biden won by 10 points, went Republican by 2 percent. One thing about this topic is they don't – there are people out there, as you point out, that want some access or some exceptions here where abortion could be accessed. But most of those people don't think we ought to have abortions all nine months. And so the extremists running the Democratic Party are out of step with right. even some of their own supporters on this topic. Yeah. And I'll tell you, they are also out of step with, I think, quite a few people in the African-American community. And I mm-hmm. think they're out of step with people in the Hispanic community. And you look at the polling right now and you see folks in those communities gravitating towards the Republicans. This is not going to make it any better, in my opinion. I agree with that. And I think this is an interesting point. We're talking with Scott Jennings, uh, CNN. Um, you bring up a really interesting point. I, I saw some poll numbers that 52 percent of American Latinos will vote for a Republican in the fall. And and I don't think that number is going to change because of this and in fact the more hysterical the left gets about this that number perhaps could even go up and not only the more hysterical they get but the more singularly focused they get if they yeah i think today we were reminded that the democratic party is essentially a one-issue party this is yeah. what they care about in fact it might be all they care about right. and now they've got a reason to be worked up about it but it'll be to the detriment of putting attention on the fact that gas is $4 plus a gallon, the fact that bread's frequently not available on the shelves, the fact that people have economic concerns, we have crime, we have schools, we have quality of life issues, but they're not talking about that today. All they're talking about is whether we can have abortions at nine months, and there are a lot of people out there who may have some sympathy about abortion access but are wondering, well, are you not going to address my actual concern, which is I'm tired of paying 150 bucks to fill up my car. And so – they're, if they want to be a one-issue party, that's fine, but I, I think this is not the midterm panacea that they think it is. No, and in my initially last night I was thinking about that because I, my, my mind is ADD anyway. So I ran from, hey, this is cool because I'm pro-life to, oh, this could be really difficult for the Republicans to, oh, that doesn't matter. Let's think about the leak, right? Like my mind's like jumping from because there's so many layers to this story. But ultimately at the end of the day, when the average American gets up in the morning and works their ass off all day, they have had a massive pay cut thanks to inflation. And when they go to the grocery store, and you pointed out, there's five or six things that they normally put on their weekly rotation they can't get. And when you know their car is in the shop for three weeks because they can't get the part that they need for it, and gas is, like you said, so damn expensive, that's what matters. And it always comes back to it's the economy, stupid. And... I just don't think the left has an answer for our economic situation right now. And I think people, even though most people are not hyper political, they have enough common sense to see through the clouds of gas that's being thrown at them. I was looking at the latest Quinnipiac poll today, and they asked Americans, you know, what is the issue that's most important to you? And they gave them 11 choices. And of those 11 choices, abortion was seventh. And it came in at 5%. Among Republicans, it was the third issue at 7 And among Democrats, it was the eighth issue at 4%. Among independents, it was in last place, 11 out of 11. Right. And so the, the extremists who run the Democratic Party and the abortion industry care way more about this than yeah. the average person does. I mean, that, I mean, look at the polling. It's absolutely true. Now, are they going to fundraise off of it? Yes. 
And are they going to run on it in the bluest areas? Yes. But if you're if you're running in anything other than a hyper blue area, inflation, quality of life, economy, crime, yeah. education, your, your kid's future, that is va- immigration. That is vastly more important to you than yeah. you know some hyperventilating uh, on television about needing to be able to get an abortion in the ninth month. I'm just it, it, this is not the area of concern that I would pin my hopes on. Now they may have decided that. That they can't win on those other issues. That Joe Biden's so far gone that they cannot win, and so this is sort of their last ditch effort here to change right. the con- uh, conversation. But you're not going to change if gas is four dollars on election not, day, yeah, <laughs> brother. I mean, no one will be or, able to afford to go anywhere other than yeah. to vote out the Democrats. I'm telling or you, if that's what's happening. Or if they're trying to lock down the economy again, <laughs> it's not going to happen. I have yeah, I have about right. a half a minute here. Uh, I have about a half a minute here. What should happen to the leaker? Did they commit a crime? I don't know if it's a crime. I think at a minimum uh, they should be found, and they have violated what I think of as the ethics of a legal profession. I think if they could be disbarred, they should be, and if it's criminal, they should be prosecuted. This violated the sanctity of the court. It's wrong, and Roberts needs to make an example of whoever did this because it is outrageous. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Really good stuff once again from my friend Scott Jennings. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We've got some great episodes on tap. Lise Will, you remember her? She was on Fox News, several other news outlets and networks as a legal analyst. She's got a new book called A Spy in Plain Sight. It's a fascinating story of a real-life spy and the damage that that spy did to American national security. We're going to talk to her about that book on an upcoming episode and much, much more. Uh, Again, thank you so much for listening. Thanks to our sponsor, Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. They're so awesome to have on board. I really appreciate the fact that, you know, these episodes uh, are made possible by their support. And and I'm not just saying that because they do support us. I I actually was a customer of Louisville Cabinets and Countertops when I lived in Kentucky twice. I, I loved the work that they did in our kitchen. So I had them back to do our master bathroom. And I'm telling you, I stand by their product because... They're just awesome. I mean, Tim Montgomery, the owner, loves the craftsmanship. He loves his work. He loves his customers. And you're going to see that from start to finish when you talk to their designers on staff. If you're looking at a turnkey kitchen remodel, like start to finish your dream kitchen, they'll help you with that, right? But you also could be like a do-it-yourself or a contractor. And guess what? They have cabinets in stock of all styles, okay? So... um, They're not affected so much by the supply chain crisis. So if you're looking for modern cabinets, uh, shaker style cabinets, traditional country style, they've got them all and they're affordable and they're super high quality. So give them a call as soon as possible. If you're thinking about doing your dream kitchen, 502-930-3304, 502-930-3304, no matter what type of counter surf uh, counter surface you're looking for. They have got it for you. Go by, stop by the uh, the showroom. It's a great way to see some of the work that they can do for you at 6200 Hit Lane there in Louisville. Uh, whether you're in Oldham County, Louisville, or Southern Indiana, this is a place for you. It's LouisvilleCabinetsAndCountertops.com. And again, that number is uh, 502-930-3304. Big thanks to uh, Dynamics Audio Productions for their help with the audio of this program. You can download us for free, and you can subscribe for free at iHeartRadio's app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, And you can share it with your friends. So please do. 100,000 plus downloads is because of you. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter. It's at Leland Show. And on Instagram, it's at Greatly Londo. This is the Disruption Zone.